Welcome to the Pete Primo Show. It is episode 117, and we are with Jeff Chinakovo from Gardner's Mattress and more. And our topic today is personal growth for business owners. But let's first pay the bills. Um, if you have not signed up to go to our Mattress Success Summit, what are you waiting for? It's May 9th, May 10th, and May 11th. And Jeff Janakovo will be speaking at this event. How to create separation between you and the competition will be what Jeff speaks to. And he'll talk about it just in a, in a minute or two. And Scott Vaughn from Happy Z's will be talking about what to do when times are tough. And our friend Randy Thompson, also known as the Adjustable Bed Guru, We'll be talking about the adjustable bed tidal wave and how to sell more adjustable beds. Here's a guy in a town of under 11,000 people sell 30 to 40 adjustable beds each and every month. So don't sleep on this. And in addition to that, you are going to see the newest. There's the, where the event's being held at the Holiday Inn. Um, right off of uh, 77 and Route 18. Be there or be square. If you haven't signed up, give me a call at 419-560-3169 and sign up. Over 53 of the best-selling mattresses in the country right now. And we will have six um, six flex heads uh, there. We will have the Hemingway collection there. We'll have the Eastman House collection, everything that you love about us will have plus the newest and greatest flex heads will be there. Bed in the box, two-sided mattresses, you name it, it'll be there. But more importantly than just mattresses, a sea of mattresses, these seminars are designed to help you sell more in today's economy. And that is huge. And that's where most open houses leave you with just a big hype on product and they don't tell you how to sell it and how to get an advantage in the marketplace, how to gain market share, how to make more margin. Every one of our speakers owns his or her, his or her own mattress stores and you have to, uh, have to join us for these. Don't miss it. Don't sleep on it. And our other sponsor is my book, Sell a Million. If you come to our open house, you will get a free copy of my book, Sell a Million, and I will autograph it for you. Don't sl sleep on this. 101 ways uh, to uh, get customers into your store and be more profitable. So don't sleep on that. And I'd like to thank our sponsor, our longest sponsor of the show, the Mattress Industry Network uh, Group. Steve, thank you for your sponsorship of our show. I appreciate you. And Jeff Janakovo, I never would have met Steve. I never would have been in the Mattress Industry Network Group if it wasn't for you calling me and going, dude, what is up? What is wrong with you? Why what is your you major malfunction? Why are you joining this group? And I said, well, it's this guy. I, I was told to stay away from this guy. He goes, it's not that guy. It's a different guy. So thank That's you, right. Jeff, for your persistence. And let's roll. Let's get right into it. 
Yeah, let's do it. What's, you know, you have been on an incredible journey that I've had the privilege of seeing a lot of it uh, firsthand. And we, we always talk about that you sell uh, from your, uh, your cup of belief in yourself and you mm-hmm. sell from your cup of belief in your product and you sell from your cup of belief in your, in your company. But you really, yes, you do know him. That's your business partner. <laughs> He's in the other room. I kicked him out of this room. Thanks, Ben. Um, <laughs> you've been on an incredible journey. And, and I really believe that everything starts with you as a human being. And, and then, then technical knowledge, industry knowledge, all of that, marketing expertise, all of that selling expertise becomes very important, but starts with your personal growth. So I'm going to let you let, let you talk about that, what kind of started that journey. And, you know, as far as, as long as I've known you, Jeff, I mean, when we actually met, we were just talking about this in the green room, right? Mm-hmm. That in Florida, <laughs> Steve, Steve Hauk says, Thanks for getting Pete to join the group, Jeff Janaka. <laughs> and the rest is history, as they say. Yeah, he 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 literally body slammed me over the phone. <laughs> Verbal jujitsu do. <laughs> yeah. So for me, uh, you know, it's always been I don't know if I was like born with a contrarian gene. Um it's always been to carve my own path, do things a little different. Um, I've actually been reading quite a bit lately about when, you know, when the mommy and the daddy make a baby, the gene transfer that's done actually is coded kind of like you would code. If you were building a program, you would specifically code a program for a certain reason. And so, uh, I've been reading a lot about that because that has a lot to do with who we are as people. And, uh, we won't go too deep into that because it's a very wild conversation you made me very uh, nervous when you started talking about that Jeff. I go, my show just went off the rails <laughs> only took seven minutes 47 seconds <laughs> uh but who's counting but, right but listen you know understanding uh understanding yeah explaining the birds and the bees yes. <laughs> yeah exactly um, understanding who you are as a person now whether that person is a uh a sales manager for a company, an RSA on the floor, uh, a partner in a business, a leader in a business. Understanding who you are, where your skills are, is, is really critical. And you can achieve those things through a number of like tests, a number of assessments, uh, a number of ways to understand. But uh, you know, and I used to be anti those things because I'm like, you know, I, I I know what I'm doing, and it was arrogance. Um, you know, I, I would think I know what I'm doing. I can. I don't need that to tell me anything about myself. I'm a big tough guy. I don't need. I don't need to get into this woo woo stuff. And uh, you know, the reality is, we have to understand who we are, about where our strengths are, and then about where our weaknesses are. Things that we enjoy doing, things that we don't enjoy doing. And so, as an example, uh, this morning I'm listening to a podcast on the way into the store. And I've started listening to things at two times the speed. Um, 
because there's just a lot I want to listen to. So I get to listen to twice as much. But I've also come to learn I don't read books to read it page to page. I read books to discover one or two really cool things within the book. And then if I get that, I'm, I'm good. Um, so when it comes to listening, whether it's a YouTube video or a podcast, um, I speed it up. And then I picked up on that, you know, from a creative standpoint, that's what I love to do. I love the creation process. But it hits me like a lightning rod this morning as I'm listening to this podcast. The only thing I should be doing as it relates to money is money related to the creation process. So discover the path for revenue around the idea. If it's a viable idea, get it, get it communicated, and then get the hell out of the road, uh, out of the way, get out of the road. Right. And we have to understand where our strengths are at to make that statement, right? To be able to say, get out of the road. And, um, well, you're, you're, well, you're implying something that's huge, Jeff. And I just want to unpack this a little bit. You're implying deliberate use of leverage, mm-hmm. other people's yep. uh, abilities, other people's times. That's when you said, get the hell out of the way, you defined it, you, you handed it off. And now you're getting out of the way. And and that is huge for any business owner. Uh, and I love your great time hack, by the way. Uh, I started, I've been listening to Audible books forever. And a few years ago, I started listening to them at accelerated speed. And, mm-hmm. you know, it depends on how fast the guy or gal talks. I've, the book, whether I do it at 1.25, 1.5 or 2.0. But it's, that's a great hack for any uh, rep in your car that you want to learn more faster, do that. Any business owner, anytime you're listening to something and you want to do it faster, that it's a great time hack. But I just wanted to point out the what what you implied, and that is this idea of leverage and using other people's ability and their time to accomplish things that need to be accomplished within your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... For me, getting out of the way, it, it just it, it's not the best use of my time to not be in that creative lane, not be in that visionary lane. Right. Right? It just isn't. And it creates all kinds of struggle. Uh, it creates all kinds of conflict. Um, there's, there's a way I see things going, and then there's a way that they can happen, and then there's a way that they happen with the idea and the actual boots on the ground. And that's like, you know, Ben's, I don't know if Ben's still watching now, but he was, he was on, he might be doing something else. You know, him and I are like almost perfectly matched in this visionary integrator role because I can, I can communicate the idea and then I can offload it to him as the integration lead. And then he offloads the parts and pieces that need to be done to the team. Right. And this is, and, and when you operate a business this way, um, it's really kind of rooted in the you know entrepreneur operating system EOS, if you will. Um, if you're looking for a true cut and dry path, that's really where this comes from. Um, I didn't really know it at the time. We've built it this way, but as I'm studying Red Rocket Fuel a little while ago, and then I discover the EOS as a as a business systematization plan, I'm like, holy crap, we've been doing that all along, or at least for the last handful of years, five, six years. 
And when you understand that you have those systems in place and you can immediately offload what you don't love and you can focus all your time on what you do love, life just becomes a lot happier. It becomes a lot more simple. It becomes a lot more fulfilling. Uh, you really begin to enjoy things a lot more. And um, everything you do, you're in this kind of like flow state of this is what I do as opposed to I have to do work in this bucket. I got to do family time in this bucket. I got to do these chores in that bucket. And uh, coming to that realization and really just sticking to it um, is really, really, really important for me. And it's important for anybody that I talk to and work with. Try to get them there. Where What's their lane and how do we best keep them in it? Yeah, and one of the one of the most important pieces of this is what will you stop doing? So for you as a visionary and a creative force of nature, you, there's things that you have to stop doing to allow this space. What's that? Spreadsheets. <laughs> right away. Spreadsheets. <laughs> so there's a lot of different aspects of personal growth. If I was to ask you this question, what would you say? In the last three years, what is the single most important thing that you've done? I know you've done a lot, but what if you were going to put your finger on it and say, this was a defining moment for me. This really changed uh everything dramatically for me. And if I hadn't done this, I wouldn't be sitting exactly where I'm sitting now or it would have taken me a lot longer or it would have been a lot harder. So what is that one thing? I know that's not, not easy. I would say being vulnerable, being vulnerable in leadership and saying, you know, here's, here's what I'm not good at. Here are the things that I don't want to do. Here are the things that absolutely muck up my day. And that could be from a mental standpoint, from a energy standpoint, from a, I just don't enjoy this standpoint. And then saying at the same time, I'm a hundred percent confident that this is my lane and this is exactly what I need to be focusing on. Like a lot of people would confuse that with arrogance. I say, no, you're stepping into your God-given gifts and you best stay there. Um, otherwise, if you disrespect those gifts time and time again, maybe you stop getting those gifts. Maybe you stop getting those ideas. Uh, maybe you stop getting those abilities to lead people at a granular boots on the ground level. Like if you're not respectful of your lane and you also don't shed the things that intrude on that lane, you have a lot of problems. So that vulnerability of saying, hey, I'm not good at this, and that's all right. Um, and then creating a team around you or having a team around you that can pick up on that, I would say in the last handful of years, really probably one of the biggest things that's uh, unlocked a lot for me. What are your thoughts on um, masterminds, Jeff? Single biggest growth reason, uh, and single biggest reason for growth in my in my businesses, getting around people that are smarter than me that can look at my business differently. I think everybody should be part of one. 
I often uh, tell people that you should be in an industry uh, mastermind, but you should also be in a local mastermind with other business owners so that you guys can support each other. Yep. You know, and, and, you know, great question on the mastermind thing. We'll get there in a minute, but what we have on the screen now and, and my recent involvement with the battlefield Alliance with Matt and clay, my partners over there uh, in my, in the business of Jeff G the consulting business, um, that I have my relationships there in that my personal one-on-one relationships are carried on two hands tops because of the connected relationship we have. You know, these are, these are revenue share and equity positions in other companies. And uh, I seek those out very selectively. If we can't grow the business about three X in five years, it's really not, not a fit for me. And it's not a fit for the other person because there's no, you know, if we can't grow and we can't, and we can't increase that revenue and profit with it, there's no reason to go down this road together. Maybe we, maybe that person could go down the road on their own. Right. Um, maybe, but if we can't grow that fast together, there's just no reason to be a part of it. And uh, so I, I, I do those things and I've been very selective the last couple of years since, since committing to that. Uh, and I've shunned off group coaching. Because I know I don't have the capacity to affect a group coaching model on my own. I just don't. I can get on a call like this. I can lead a group call on a Zoom. But the the, uh, boots on the ground, the particulars of running an effective group coaching model to where all members get result and are happy about the results that they have, that's just not for me. The other relationships where I'm consulting for equity or, or increase of revenue share, I'm like the business partner. Um, and there we talked in the, in the green room, we talked about the velvet covered brick, like in those relationships work, we both got a brick in each other's hands and, 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 you know, we're okay with that. We can be hard edge with each other. Group coaching model is a different dynamic. And so Clay and Matt bring in that different dynamic to the battlefield Alliance. And because I can just bring in, my lane of expertise parallel to their lanes of expertise. Well, we've got a super highway to success now and I'm really proud of what we've built there. And it's, you know, tremendous amount of connectivity. We did a presentation last week and um, I mean, if you hack, (laughs) it's not hard, but if you hack the member benefits, you're getting connectivity to us once, like once a week, plus the in-person events. It's really pretty incredible what we've built together. Because I understand I can't go it alone. So when that opportunity presented itself and it was, here's exactly where we need you and here's exactly where we don't need you, it was very easy to say yes. And so that's how I you know, became involved with Battlefield Alliance. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's funny because there's an old saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Mm-hmm. Um but I would make an argument that you can go faster and uh, uh, farther with a good group that that you're aligned with, and yep. uh, you know the most important piece of that is accountability because Jeff, that's what's missing um, in most business owners' life because nobody is willing to really like Annie up to the table and tell them what's what. Vendors, yep. most of them are just yes men. They don't challenge 
any business owner. They're just yes men. And who besides your peers? And then you, you meet a few other store owners or business owners and you, eh, you know, there's, there's nothing in, you know, there, there's nothing exciting about that and your own people. Chances are, unless you have an unusual culture and you've really gone out of your way to create that, uh, they're not going to really stimulate you into growth. So, so it's almost like you have to go somewhere else to get that accountability. Um, yeah. I mean, here's a, here's a pretty harsh statement on the need for account. I shouldn't say here's a velvet velvet covered brick statement on the need for, <laughs> on the need for accountability. So if you're one that hits your snooze alarm in the morning, you absolutely need accountability because if you can't honor a simple commitment to wake up at a time that you set at a time that you control, if you can't get up out of bed at that time, then you need, you definitely need accountability in your life. Um, to some varying degree. And maybe it's as simple as, you know, as, as moving that cell phone across the room or the alarm clock across the room. So you do actually get up, but now that's habit building, right? That's a new habit now that's going to add to the outcome that you want to get up on time. And on the first ring, not the 10th. Um, the reason I say it's a velvet covered brick statement is because if you hit that snooze button, you're really kind of lying to yourself. You said you were going to get up at six, but then you got up at six fifty. So you hit that button five more times. And now you've decided it's okay to tell a story to yourself that you just continue to accept. And that's where accountability and leaning on people for accountability uh, comes into play. Cause they're going to hold your feet to the fire. Uh, they're going to say, no, you know, Jeff, last week you said, like, I'm working on my book and a neat strategy that I'm bringing into it is to have people contribute to each chapter that I respect on that chapter topic to expand on the thought, not be write a chapter together, not 12 people write a chapter and we have an anthology book. It's added people to expand on the core topic and theme of the chapter. And so my accountability to one of my groups, and I have multiple this week, is to get that preface strategy in motion and at least get one person lined up. Maybe they say yes, maybe they're not in yet, but at least make the offer to one person for each chapter. And so that's the accountability for this week. And uh, it, it, it really, that's what, that's the reason that, you know, we need that as people, you know, uh, you need that for personal growth. You need to get around people that want to see you win and aren't going to take your bullshit and accept it just like you do every morning. If you're hitting that snooze button, hundred you know, percent. Now, now look, you, you know, nobody's going to put you in a chicken wing and hold you down in the room until you make your calls or until you, you know, apologize to your wife about not going on date nights for a month or, or whatever it is you, you sought accountability for. Okay. But as, as, as a man or a woman who's operating with integrity, if you're going to say your word and you're going to do this and you're going to say, you're going to go do it, everybody in that room's aligned to say, okay, we're going to hold your feet to the fire. 
And we're going to see that that gets done for you because it's important. We've helped you understand what's important. We've helped you, uh, we've helped you navigate and dial in on this. So now let's see it come to fruition because all the ideas in the world are great. It's the action that matters because it's the action that leads to the bank account, that leads to the success, that really leads to the impact. And that's what we're here for, create impact somewhere, shape, form, or another. Well, congratulations, Jeff. You are the first guest that before we've had a half an hour has forced me into a whole other <laughs> page. Uh, Notes of theory. So, well, no, it's, 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 you know, we are recording. This. Yeah, I know. I know. But, uh, so, you know, I just, I, I want to unpack just very quickly uh, why every business owner, uh, should write a book. What are the benefits, um, to a business owner, write in a book and who should do it? Maybe who shouldn't do it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, Books, I think, are it's it's a cornerstone piece of marketing, in my view. Um, and you know, for me, it, it, it's it's got to be if it's a cornerstone piece of your marketing, you can't go write one and then have it knock down the house that you built. Mm. So. In the Gardener's model, Sleep Better is a book that works for me, and I think some of in the industry know I licensed that book out to others in the industry, but Sleep Better is a book that works because first and foremost, your purpose in business is to help your customers truly wake up happy, impact your community, so your community is a more productive, happier place to live, and your business succeeds. If you can't get down with that purpose, and there's nothing about what you do in your day that backs that up then sleep better isn't something for you to even consider in your marketing. And this isn't a commercial for it. I'm making a, making a very profound statement by which I stand upon. We wrote the book for that reason, to fulfill that purpose, to live up to the mission that we want to change the way our customers feel about mattress stores. So if, if now those two statements of purpose and mission begin to make you squeamish and your advertising looks like everything else in the industry, this cornerstone piece of your marketing now upsets the foundation of your house and it falls down. So a book should be that cornerstone piece of the marketing. But if it upsets everything you're doing, maybe you need to write a different book or no book at all. But to me, I think if you're looking to be an authority and be a business with purpose and impact and on a true mission, a book is the only way to go. And it's the only thing that can tell that story. So I want to just give a little bit of a shout out to my friend, Patrick Tinney from Canada. Patrick wrote these three books, bonus round uh, and perpetual hunger. And he understands the power of a book. I want to go just a little bit deeper and, and I, and Jeff don't get pissed off at me for me doing this, but I'm going to do it. And I don't care if you get pissed, <laughs> Chris, pull that back up. That sleep better book. Please. If you, if you own a sleep shop or a furniture store and you're serious about serving your customers and you're serious about approaching the market in a different way from a position of celebrity 
from a position of authority, then you need to get on Jeff's website. What website would they go to to license this book? Uh, there, I mean, really the easiest thing is to reach out to me directly, but you could go to, I've got a button on thejeffg.com, but you could also go to naosbs.com slash discover. And I'll just put that in the private chat for Chris. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to give a shout out to Chris because Chris is pretty fantastic. Chris is fantastic. Um, and, uh, anybody that's ever thinking about doing a podcast, here's a hack for you. Hire a producer because yeah. I would never be able to do this show. I can barely do it the way it is right now. That's with Chris doing 90% of the work. I literally show up. I do my thing with my guests and I have a ball delivering value to store owners and to sales reps. Um, but if you want to approach your market in a different way, go to that website right there, naosbs.com slash discover and license this book from Jeff. So it'll say sleep better and it won't say Jeff's name. It'll say your name. And yep. it's a great way to have additional authority and celebrity in your marketplace, and it is the highest position to sell from. So, do that. Well, it's the it's the second highest position to sell from. But since I don't have a rear end like a Kardashian, <laughs> or a face like a Kardashian, <laughs> or a face like McConaughey to be more appropriate, I guess, um, <laughs> then uh, you know, um, selling in the authority as a secondary position. Yes, that is the way to go. And when I say um, celebrity, I don't mean Kardashian celebrity. I mean becoming a local celebrity. Right. That's well, I mean, listen, it, it's the, the reality is when you and, and, and whether whether this is something that makes sense to you who's listening or you're not even in this industry, when you commit to that effort of saying Here's the purpose I fit to have maximum impact on the people I do business with in their lives. So their day goes better, which expands to their network, their corner of the community, which comes back to my corner of the community. And it sounds, it sounds woo woo. It sounds like one of those, you know, conference room wall arts with the mountain and the sunset. But if that's not your purpose to really have that level of impact in what you do, and be that committed to it, well, then I'm not sure exactly what you're doing in the business that you're in. Uh, if you're just looking to transact, that's fine. And there's a lot of people that have made transactions and, and put money in their bank and provide for their family. And, and, and if that's all you want to do, that's fine. But no, you are relegated to a certain lane in life. Uh, because folks like me have a different purpose. And we're going we're gonna to put a divide between ourselves and everyone else that just wants to do transactions. You know, doing business in the bedroom, that's my one little, <laughs> one little cute one I get to use at networking events. But specifically in our industry, doing business in the bedroom is an important role that we play in our customers' health. And uh, I don't look to one night, we get a lot of puns. I don't look to one night stand our customers either. And so... I don't think anybody should look to one night stand their customers. 
If you're just looking to transact and make single transactions, I think that's a terrible business to be in. And you're, you're just fraught to be picked off um, by the Amazons of the world, the Walmarts of the world, the Costco's of the world. Because guess what? They do transactions pretty damn good. You know, they got apps in their, you know, their app is in the pocket of your customer. Um, they are in their mailbox. They're in their email box. Uh, they're, they're in their bank account with rewards. Um, they do transactions. I do experience. Yeah. So Jeff, how, just to kind of put a bow on this, how many books have you written? Well, I think four. But like Sleep Better is the most public one. Um, Seven Habits of Super Successful Mattress Retailers. That was a book that we used to, we really kind of wrote it to frame how mattress retailers should think about their business. But it was a book to basically present the opportunity for the National Alliance of Sleep Better Specialists. I've had 77, it's, I think it's back here. Yeah. 77 high impact low budget tips to sell more mattresses easily. So I've written that. Um, and then there's a couple other little small ones uh, that were very different verticals, different purposes. Sure. So, and I'm working on, working on my, what I call my big book now, like my book about my life, my story. More to follow on that. So, I almost blurted this out. There's a lot of your grandfather in you when you started to talk about the birds and the bees um, in a good way, 100% in a good way. So mm -hmm. let's, let's dive into this just a little bit further. Um, topic is personal growth. So what things besides writing books Besides masterminds, have you done that have helped you to realize more personal growth? Because I have seen a difference in everything that you do and how you say it, how you carry yourself. It's it's different, um, and it's it's noticeable. And I want to know what you're doing, Jeff. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's to me. It's if I had to answer that question, it's consistency. Um, you know, the one thing that I think most people would notice publicly is consistent, consistent posting on social media daily um, would probably be the single biggest marker that anybody could could um, could look at and see. Um, you know, I'm consistent with my podcast shows each week. Yes, you are. Um, two of them. Yeah. Two. Yep. We do. We do one here at the store, which again, you know, back to that purpose of things. Lancaster Connects fits the purpose of serving our community. And that's all it does. That's the only goal. And we're happy with that. Now, here's a little side project or not project benefit that came from that is the people who sit on the boards of these charities that we highlight on Lancaster Connects, they love to transact business with people who support them and what they're excited about from a charitable perspective. So, and, and often those people are fairly affluent and they do, they do business with us. Um, so it's actually turned out very positive. But that wasn't the reason we did it. We believe 
that impacting our community is important. And so Lancaster Connects puts light and shine on various people, various charities in the area. And otherwise, they wouldn't get what they get from us producing a great show for them. And we couldn't do that without having Chris and his team at Cast Ahead to give them something that looks really good, sounds really good. There again, I get this creative idea and uh, the team gets to make it all happen. It's a, it's a lined up with our purpose, lined up with our mission. You know, we, we kind of role played um, the question this morning at the store when a customer says, well, why you out of all the other options in the area? And I think we've built the cases to say, why them and not us? Because you can look at our reviews, you can look at our handwritten reviews, you can look at what we're doing through Lancaster Connects, and you tell me a store in my neighborhood that actually focuses on their community and their customer more. And I don't believe you're going to find it. Jeff, I just have a hard time believing that was said in your presence, and you didn't take one of those testimonial books and just slap well, we've got them down and go <laughs> right there. How many, we have how them, many of those books do you have full of testimonials? Three. We're, we're now, I actually know we're on the fourth one now. Four three-inch thick, three-ring binders. So, They're all spread out on our coffee bar. Mr. and Mrs. And, Jones, and, is there and any other store the that has back? this many real reviews? Yep. Here, here it is. It's in their handwriting. Look at this. Yep. Spend as yep. much time as you want here. Look at yep. this. No one else has this. Do you think this happened on accident? Or do you think this is the place to stop the nonsense of trying to solve a really serious problem with antiquated uh with with an antiquated uh system? Let's help you wake up pain-free and happy. We do it better than anybody else. I'm, yep, I'm really disappointed that our, you didn't say that, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> we we try to let our customers do the talking. For us. But, uh, but no, that that commitment to consistency. Um, you know, at the end of my podcast show intro, I've got Brandon Brittingham, who is in one of my master and, and on the topic of masterminds. I'm in three uh, right now. Um, I have my Apex Mastermind. I have my Titans Accelerator Mastermind, which is solely focused on copywriting. And then I have um, Perry Marshall's Mastermind as well, which is like big thinking, which is where I got that whole, when the mommy and the daddy come together, the, the DNA and the genes are coded. And it sounds really crazy, but when you think about it, I'll, get, I'll just have a challenge everybody listening right now in this little quick left turn that I made. So everybody's heard about gene hacking, right? Like you can hack your genes now as an adult and you can change your diet and you can change the way your brain functions. And that's all genetic code. Okay, well, when you're conceived as a child, there's genetic code. And that genetic code is contributory between the two participating people. And so um, it's a very interesting concept. And it's one of those things that I exercise my mind around. That's what I'll say there. I forget why I went down that little left turn. But um, why did I go down that left turn, Pete? I, I just want you to stop. <laughs> you don't want to do that. <laughs> am I, am I blowing your mind with the, with, with the, with the, with the DNA code thing? He's on uh, Pete Primo's show. <laughs> 
Yeah. Listen, you were talking. It's, well, it's about, one of those. It's it's one of those things that like gets my mind like working and like you know pumping iron. Right. You got to pump iron with your brain. Well, you really. Oh, you, the you, you, in the in the masterminds, Brandon Brittingham. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and Perry Marshall's the big thinking one, which got me down the DNA code one. When the mommy and the daddy come together to make a baby, that'll just freak Pete out some more. But you know, I look at my friend Brandon, who when I first met him in Apex was uh, the very first event I saw him at would have been November of 21. Yes, November of 21. And here was a guy scared, just scared out of his mind to go on stage. I saw him at the back of the room, basically like pacing, not having a panic attack per se, but you could tell very nervous. And now fast forward to today, and this guy is keynoting major, major real estate events because he's, he's in the real estate space. That He has that a has, real estate. That has to be very exciting to see that kind of personal growth. Right. And, it's all, and it all comes down to his consistency, right? His consistency of these are the actions. This is, this is my mountaintop, and I'm not going to move from it. I'm going to climb to the top of it, right? He wants to be the best in real estate, not just in residential real estate, not just in property management, not just in short-term rentals, not just in uh, investment fund, but in like everything touching real estate. Mm. He's got title company. He's got a mortgage brokerage. He wants it all. So what? Like when I talk about that divide, that's what I'm talking about. Like I want the choice to be so overwhelmingly positive for the customer to say, I can't possibly go over there because look how much separation there is. Look how much I'm giving up. Look how much is over here. Meaning for them, right. the benefit. Right. And that's what Brandon's done in a very short time. And he, so he committed to that mountaintop and then he's like, all right, here are these consistent goals. Here are these consistent steps. Here are these consistent markers. And he's been unwilling and unrelenting in, in making it happen. He's not a guy that hits the snooze button seven times in the morning. I can guarantee you that. Right. And I've never been in his bedroom. But <laughs> this is a recurrent theme. Stop. <laughs> Make you gonna make you blush there. Get your face shaded red yeah, like your shirt. Exactly. But uh, but but no. I mean, this is somebody who's been very consistent, and that consistency has very much paid off. And um, you know, I look at that as a model of success. You know, so another way to grow personally is is look at other successful people and model what they're doing. That consistency is powerful. Model other successful people. That is easy to say and hard to do, but it's key. The out of all of this stuff, I mean, I've got like fifty things already here. Out of all this stuff, the one that you said the, the most is the least sexiest of them all, and it's the consistency. It mm-hmm. is a day in and day out. I don't give a crap. Uh, what the reaction is, the lack of reaction. I'm here. I'm doing this, and I am committed to this, and this is happening. Um, 
one of the things that I get sometimes from my business owners is, Pete, I'm so busy. I'm chasing my tail. I can't get everything done. And it just keeps coming back to me again and again, like the waves of the ocean. Like, dude, you're out of alignment. You've got to get everything lined up. And once you kind of get the building blocks in place, it's a lot easier. But when you're scattered and when you're chasing your tail and when you are in the middle of your business, putting out every cotton pick and fire, you don't have the ability to create the space, to be creative, to work on the things that really move the needle in your business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I fully get, uh, having to work with a small team, I've been there. I fully understand the chasing your tail mode. I've been there. Uh, we, we were in a hard season as a, as a, as a company when uh, we were in the second iteration of our outlet store on the other side of town. Wasn't making any money. We had to continue to grind through. Uh, May of 2019, yeah, May of 2019, I worked all but two days in that store, bell to bell. Mm. Um, I, I've been there, so I know what it's like, but I also knew the kind of business we wanted. I knew where my strengths were. I continued to dig into those strengths. And you, at some point, you just have to shed. You got to shed that stuff that brings you down because you're not making any money. So why do it? You know, I mean, it it might feel really hard to say I'm going to shed these $500 interactions or these $1,000 interactions or these $100 interactions. But if you're not making any money, you're not making any money. The 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 only one with a negative investment in those moments is you. That's it. You know, you're, you're every day you're making a decision with your time and your energy and your focus to invest that into your business. Now, what you have to come to Jesus with is, is that a good investment or is that a bad investment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you had a stock that was declining, declining, declining quarter after quarter after quarter, what would you do with it? Sooner or later, you got to sell it, brother. You'd sell it. You'd get rid of it. You'd get out of it. Same thing's got to come with your activities, your actions, maybe your business. You have to get out of those declining returns. Yeah. You cannot, you cannot do it. I have, to, I have to cut a virtual assistant today. It breaks my heart. I hate to do it. I've tried to bring this person along. Uh, it just isn't working. Yeah. But, and this is somebody on the other side of the world <laughs> who I only talk to over a screen like this. Yeah. But it has to happen. It's time to happen. And um, that's, just, that's just that. Because we are not going forward fast enough. In that realm of things, my divide between me and my competition isn't far enough. Mm. In fact, in some cases, in this regard, my competition's ahead of me. Yeah. And I can't accept that. And, and so that's almost like a, a mini lesson in, in management and leadership. 
Um, if you are using a personal assistant or virtual assistant to help you leverage and they're not holding up their end and you've given them consistent feedback at some point, you have to cut bait. It sucks. Nobody likes to fire anybody, but that's true throughout your entire business. As long as you can look at yourself and say, I defined the metrics, I described the job, I gave uh, consistent feedback, and I provided the proper tools. If you can answer those questions and they just didn't get with the program, then then you have to let them go at some point. And, and that, that, is, that is actual personal growth right there because it has to be done for the yep. benefit of the entire organization or you drag the entire organization down. You know, you said and something it, about modeling other successful people, Jeff, that really mm-hmm. interested me. And, and, you know, I'm looking at like my mentors and I had like mentors in sports and then I had mentors in business, but I also had them in my personal life, like how to be a good husband, how to be a mm-hmm. good man. Um, yeah. Because... You're not going to be a good business owner if you're a man, if you're not a good husband and you're and you're not a good father and and you're not good. How can you be right. a good business owner? You can't. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So yep. all these things connect together. Um and, and this idea of modeling successful people, I think a lot of us did it without even realizing we did it. And then we hear about it and we go, oh, I did that. Now, by God's grace, I did that because I wasn't smart enough to actually intellectually say, here's a successful person. I'm going to model. They, it was like plopped down in front of me. And, and luckily for me, I was able to extract those lessons I want to flip back really quick. I know I like to give the last 10 minutes to my guests and I'm infringing on that time. But are you missing a mastermind? Wouldn't the Battlefield Alliance be considered a a mastermind as well? Or do you not consider that a mastermind? Well, it's a mastermind that I lead. Okay. So you're you're talking about you're making a differentiation between what you lead and what you participate in. And invest in, yeah, 100%. You know, that is a very important word. So here's a little tip for you. If you are a sales rep out there or a business owner out there and you go, you know what? I'm ready to invest in a mastermind. Never invest in a mastermind unless the mastermind leader has belonged to other masterminds. And probably I would extend it to this. Does he or she belong in a mastermind currently? Because the minute that mastermind leader stops to grow is the moment that they can't bring you value anymore. So they're asking you to pay for their mastermind. Do they pay other people in mastermind? Are they they invested? How are they growing? Exactly. Yep. That's even better said. Yep. How are they growing 
where's the sphere of influence coming from? You know, when you, when you look to connect to coaches and consultants and mastermind groups, accountability should be something that they immediately can deliver to you. Clarity of where you want to go, where the struggles are, should be something they immediately deliver to you. Beyond that, it, it, it kind of becomes framework and fluff. And this is why I would refuse to do a coaching group on my own. Because I've only I've got a lot of things I can talk about. I've got a lot of different presentations that I can give most any given time. Um, I've only got so many clicks on the dial to, you know, meaning if it was like the old back in the old days of TV, if you didn't want to watch sports, you clicked over to news. If you didn't watch news, you clicked over to soap operas. And if you were you didn't have a fourth option. Okay. There were three stations, there were three clicks on the dial. Um Beyond that accountability, beyond uncovering where you're struggling and where you can go, a good coach, a good mastermind should provide connection for that growth. And if that leader isn't tapped into a powerful network beyond the network they're leading, that's a real problem. That, you know, that's and huge. So, and so like my networks, you know, I, I'm really proud of the networks that I'm a part of. Like if you need something done in real estate, like if, if you're a realtor or a real estate investor and you're in my mastermind that I lead and you need access to money, I've got that in spades. Okay. If you're somebody who wants to, who wants to make a, a new energy drink, I've already got the first secret uncovered and I can put you to the guy who would tell you exactly what would need to be done. And he would give you a 20 minute time, 20 minutes of his time, uh, and tell you why it'll fail or won't fail. And things like that, like as, as a coach and a leader, if you don't have that kind of network for your people, like if you just want to be the network, that's actually doing your people a disservice because to, for, for us, the first, the first kind of vertical and mission and battlefield alliance is connect. Connect, grow, lead. And if, if we can't make great connections to one another and then for you as a member, we're, we're, not, we're not very useful. Well, I just want to connect these dots just a little bit more, kind of unpack that just in slightly different language. So... If Jeff is one of the leaders in Battlefield Alliance, which he is, mm -hmm. you are not just getting Jeff and Jeff's ideas. Jeff was in a mastermind with Mike Capuzzi. So you've got Capuzzi's influence on Jeff. Apex, Titans, Perry Marshall. The, these are all current masterminds Jeff is in and he's stimulated and he's yep. thinking and he's growing and he's connecting. And because of that, if you join the Battlefield Alliance, you don't just get Jeff. You get all that went into making Jeff Jeff. And that's huge. Yep. And it's especially huge that currently he's engaged and invested in three different groups for his own personal growth so that he can bring more to you. 
So let's try to put a button on this. Uh, masterminds, model other successful people, uh, be consistent, uh, create impact, action matters. I'm going backwards. It all starts like with it. awareness. It starts with addressing your strengths and your weaknesses, being vulnerable in leadership, stepping into your gifts, being respectful of your lane, and then building it brick by brick. It's, uh, it, it's not sexy. And the most important word that we said here today is consistency. Whatever it is, be consistent. You also heard Jeff talking about listening to audible books at double speed. Now, maybe you can't do double speed. I have a hard time with that. If it's a really slow talker, I can do it. But most of the time, I'm at 1.25 or 1.5. Yep. But that there's a hack for you. And here's the other thing. He doesn't have time, as much time as he would like, to read a book the regular way. So he's taking his driving time and he's making it learning time. And you also heard Jeff talk about podcasts. He's listening to podcasts and he's, he's developing himself that way as well. So now I've left you one minute to wrap this up. I am so sorry, Jeff. I hogged the whole show. Yep. Yep. Well, no, I mean, I appreciate your time. Um, you know, we've, we've touched on a bunch of different things. Uh, Chris has been flashing it uh, on the screen uh, I know we've got a lot of our industry friends on there. You guys know me. You can connect with me. We're probably already connected on social media. If you've got questions about anything we cover, just reach out. I mean, that's what I would say there. We're better yet. Um, Come to Akron, Ohio in two weeks and see Jeff in person, we man. We didn't even get to really talk about that too much, except at the beginning. I know. I'm excited. I know. I'm excited for that. I'm so excited. And You're listen... Everybody that's staying overnight on uh, Tuesday night, you're invited to Flemings to have a steak dinner with us and Jeff and Scott Vaughn. And we're going to have some really smart people at that dinner table. And some of the best uh, mini masterminds are at dinner. And we are going to have a fabulous yep. dinner at Flemings Steakhouse on Tuesday, uh, May 9th probably be right around seven o'clock. Anybody that's attending the Mattress Success Summit is welcome to join us. And uh, that conversation, I guarantee you over dinner uh, will unleash a lot of great ideas. Uh, Joey Amato will be there. Uh, I think Rick Lynch is coming in for this from Indiana. Oh, cool. And of course, Scott Vaughn from Kentucky. So we have people coming in from Pennsylvania, Indiana, even Illinois and Kentucky uh, to this open house. So we are really looking. Hey, Stu, what's up? Stu, what does Stu have to say? Every morning, two to three podcasts over music, it yields serious mental dividends over time. Yes, 100% agree, Stu. Yep. Jeff? Yeah, looking forward to being at the summit. Um, if I would leave with any departing words is really, really spend some time thinking about what you enjoy doing the most. Yeah. You know, lay out, lay out what those gifts are and, and, and you know, be, be self ish about it. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay to be interested in what makes you happy because very few other people are. 
And so line up what makes you happy and then line up your business around supporting that. And you'll quickly find everyone else around you becomes a lot happier, a lot faster. Awesome. Jeff, thank you for taking, I know you're so busy and, uh, you know, we barely see each other these days because we're both going a hundred miles an hour, but thank you so much. And thank you so much for making the yep. trip in to Akron, Ohio in two weeks. And, uh, you're going to have three, uh, seminars and you are going to show us exactly how to separate ourselves from the competition. Um, fighting the urgent of his friend here in Cleveland, Ohio to name the talk differentiate or die. I think your name is better anyway. Uh, it's much more sophisticated yep. and more Jeff Janakovo like than my simple right. P Primo differentiator die. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate you. You're welcome. All right. Take Thanks care. for having me on. Thank you. Bye bye.